Welcome back. This is episode 11, and we're doing a week six recap with some of the biggest surprises in our power rankings. This is the Backseat Athlete Podcast. We did a little refresh, as you can see, with the new logo. Uh, we're going to dive right into the power rankings, so let me pull that up. Chiefs at number one, Dolphins two, Bills in three. How do we feel about the first three teams? Dude, I think you got to, like, drop I... – I guess Bills, yeah, three. I would say maybe drop Bills. Drop Bills to four because they did not look great, not scoring. They the haven't looked good quarters. the last two weeks. They, they didn't look good against Jacksonville and London either. Like, Correct. They were, and you know, and, and Tyrod Taylor, really? And it's, it's 14, to, 14 to 9. I thought, like, you know, it's, I thought Josh Allen and this Bills team was supposed to be, you know, the clear cut, not the clear cut, but everyone talks about the Dolphins and the Bills beat them by what, 20, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Yeah. So, you know, for a second day, you think, oh, the Bills are the real deal after the, you know, going 0-1 and starting off with a loss to Zach Wilson. But they haven't looked great the last two weeks. He hasn't looked great. Josh hasn't. Yeah. You know? I mean, the Giants haven't stopped anybody this year, even Arizona, and they were, Giants defense looked as good as it has the last two years. It's crazy because if you if the Giants get that field goal there at the end of the half, they would have only needed a field goal at the end of the game to win. Oh, like dude. it totally changes the landscape of the entire. It totally, game. dude. Yeah, like they could have kicked it, kicked another one because they did in the second half, and then you're down fourteen to twelve in the final yeah. uh, drive, and all you got to do is get in field goal range, and you know Graham Gano is going to make it because he always mm-hmm. does. So, yeah, like it, he audible though. I brought that. Yeah, you he, you he can audible see to a run he tapped. Yeah, he he tapped his head. Yeah, like I think he has like th- that's an option type play, but like you don't have that option to mm. run it there. Like you're throwing it regardless. How'd so, you feel yeah. about Dable going in on Tyrod as soon as that happened instead of waiting till they got to the locker room? I saw that was controversy, <laughs> but I thought Tyrod deserved it. I mean, he's gone in on Jones before on the sideline. Yeah. Like Ed, Ed, Jones got. Yeah, he screamed at Jones week one last year, his first game as head coach. And, uh, you know, it was like the first time Jones had been screamed at his entire NFL career. So, like, it's just, I don't, I don't mind it. The thing, the thing that caught my eye about Dable, I think he really does. And it was rumored that there's friction with him and McDermott. I think he really does not, he's not tight with McDermott as he once was. Like, the post-game handshake was a millisecond. It was quicker than Brady's and Belichick's that one time. Mm. Like, so, I think there's friction there. But that, You I think guess he wanted the starting job there? What I had heard is that... I Well, not what I had heard, but... Um, McDermott said something about the offense that year after... I think after that, the defense blew it against Kansas City in the playoffs. Dable wasn't happy about that, and then... I believe, according to the Brian Flores lawsuit, Brian Flores gets a text from someone in the Giants' front office and said, oh, if you get the job, the head coaching job for the Giants, a good candidate for OC would be Dable. I heard he wants out of Buffalo. So that was all just alleged in the Brian Flores lawsuit. But, I mean, the postgame handshake, or lack thereof, it seems like there's definitely some tension. Yeah, I don't know. I think Dable's just... He's so unhappy with how the season's going. He was so close to winning oh, that game. That too. I, I think he, that's just, there's no one he would have been happy to see at that time. And he would have loved to go back there 
beat them there with the quarterback that right. they dumped for the quarterback that they have now. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah, that would have been complete, um, you know, I don't want to say revenge. It's not like he got fired, but it would just be, yeah. I, I think if there was a win that he circled on the calendar, it might be that one. <laughs> so, right. but what do Dude, you know? I don't know. I, the, back to Bill's shit, like, that power ranking, I just don't know who you could put above them. Like, as bad as the Bills have looked the past two weeks, ugly win, but Jags have looked bad, too. I know the Jags beat the Bills. You start playing that game, but I think the top five. Top five is probably right. I might go Ravens four. Okay, over the Jags. I'm really excited. Ravens-Lions this week. Yeah, that'll be yeah. a good game. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a fun game. Is that on primetime? I don't think so. I don't think so, which – Kind of Never sense. is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. I got Browns at six. I think they've their defense has kind of pulled them this past week, and they have statistically one of the greatest defenses of all time through week six. Uh, I put them above the Steelers. I think the Steelers could just collapse at any moment. But when you look at the Steelers' schedule, like you see that they could win some games and they could stay relevant in the AFC North. You know come playoff time so it's difficult it really is difficult to say i threw my jets in there at eight we're going into a bye week this week and the next three games are the the giants which is one of our away games which is huge and then we have the chargers on the road and you know the chargers pretty much play to the level of the competition every time they play so that's a winnable game and then we play against the raiders uh at at metlife no i'm sorry we play at home against the Chargers, and then we play on the road against the Ra- uh, the Raiders. So, Giants, Chargers, Raiders. Those are three winnable games. You know, we I, I would love to pick up at least two there, and then we're, you know, five and four, and we're a respectable team because then we got the Bills and the Dolphins after that, and, you know, you could go right back to 500 or right under. So, I think the Jets have a path to a, a positive record so far, and I, and I think that with Zach settling in, and our defense playing like a Super Bowl caliber defense. I think we, we held Jalen Hurts, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen to, to three touchdowns and nine turnovers, which is absurd. And, you know, we've only allowed one touchdown in the second half all season. Another absurd fact. You know, I can only imagine if we had Aaron Rodgers, we'd probably get two of those losses back, more specifically against the Patriots and I think we still lose to the Cowboys because I think they were just red hot at that time. But I think it's a it's a close game again with the Chiefs. That one goes either way. But I like I like the Jets in the top ten. It could be I think they're they deserve to be eight through ten. I don't think anybody's expecting us to do any damage in the playoffs if we even make the playoffs. Um, I think that's a respectable number because I mean I'm looking at the Bengals right now. It's like all right, do you expect the Bengals to make a run in the playoffs? Do you expect the Jets to make a, pl- a run in the playoffs? So I mean, I could definitely move the Jets one below the Bengals and I think that would be a little bit more realistic. It's just I don't like seeing four AFC North teams in a row. It kind of throws me off. Uh what do you guys think? How do you how do you like 6 through 10 and what would you change? Dude, t- Chargers, I I want the Chargers in there. I their defensive line is starting to look really good, um, especially that rookie. At, is it USC? He's looking really good. Like, I don't know. Keenan Allen still looks great. Eckler looks great. I don't know. They, they just 
for some reason, they just can't win games. Like yesterday when I was watching that, the whole time I'm like, they're getting pressure on Dak. Dak's having to scramble and make nice plays. Like, I never thought the Cowboys' offense was in control, but they find a way to get it done. Yeah. The Chargers just always find a way to lose. Um, and, and that's what I'm looking at. Like, the Steelers, I don't think, are a good team, but they they find ways to win. The Browns, like, yeah. their defense is so good, but I don't think they look good when they're playing. It's one of those weird things. Like, I don't know. I want the Chargers in there, but I can't justify kicking any of these teams out. Yeah. I think in a normal year, you would throw the Bengals at six or or even better comfortably, but just with the, the offensive struggles they've had through the first, really the first, Dude, like, the four Jets. games. I'm, yeah. I'm really starting to talk myself into the Jets sneaking in. And like, they're going to be, like, seven and eight or something, and then Rodgers. Dude, he it's yeah, looking that's... like he could come back this season. But, like, put that, like, if Rodgers doesn't, you think playoffs with Zach? If if Rodgers doesn't, their best case scenario is the seven seed losing first round. Um, I, I just I just find it very unsettling that they're going to have to rely on that defense to basically play as good as they possibly can tough. every that's single really week. Tough. Like it's very it's very unsettling knowing that one side of the ball is really 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 going to have to play well every single week. Yeah, and it's it, no, and, right. and it's just gonna have to be the game plan that they accept, unless Zach actually, you know, grow. I, 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 I'll give Zach credit because he's he is settling in, but like, I mean, there's got to be that next step at some point. Like, he he can't he can't just be like the check down, uh, you know, second and ten run because they don't trust him type of guy like forever. I mean, not even this entire season if he's gonna be there the entire year. Um, but the other thing I, is the pressure is going to start to build. Like he came in, and the, like the morale of that team was drained, and he didn't really have pressure because everyone's like, "It's Zach Wilson. We know who he is." Now he's starting to like win a couple games. I think the pressure is going to kick in, and we'll see how that like that might break him again. He's All he's gonna... playing far better over these past few games than the the development over the past few games has been better than any of the development I've seen over the first two years first two years and three games that like it's considerably better it, the and it, even Nathaniel Hackett's getting more comfortable with him we threw on first down 27 times or no we threw on first down I have it right here we threw on first down 19 of 27 times this past game and he actually threw really well um, 11 for 17 for 114 yards averaging 6 6.7 yards per attempt. That's that's pretty damn good. Like he you would never expect us to to throw the ball at Zach Wilson on first down, but it looks like Zach's getting much more comfortable in the pocket and I think that's helping out the run game a lot. Still not seeing a ton from Dalvin Cook, but you know, obviously you got to be patient with him, but Brees Hall coming off an ACL injury just looks incredible and he's always breaking runs and I think that's really helping Zach settle in we had a couple you know boneheaded plays crackback blocks and you know bad holding calls that that really screwed us over that we should have had two touchdowns in that game but you know our, we're shooting ourselves in the foot it feels like every single week offensively and and the the one knock against Zach is that you know we're only averaging like one touchdown per game like offensively and our defense is putting up points it seems like every single game so 
I, I do like the progression. I think we've played some really tough defenses in these first six weeks. If you look at the Eagles' defense, the Cowboys' defense, the, the Chiefs' defense, and the Bills' defense, even the Patriots' defense, the first the first few weeks was very good. Um, so I think the toughest part of our schedule is over, and I think we're going to see even more development from Zach in these next uh, however many games we have left, 11 games left. So I'm patient with him. I think he's earned the right to continue starting for the next few games. I think everybody's kind of getting warmed up to him, and I think the coaching staff feels a little bit more confident in his ability to throw the ball downfield. So, And I think that's kind of uh, – a reflection of how much Nathaniel Hackett's opened up the playbook for him. Like he's throwing much more uh, confidently in the pocket. And I think the plays are set up are really starting to be designed towards him instead of Aaron. Uh, so I like, I like what I'm seeing from Zach. I have no problem with the jets being, you know, eight, nine or 10. I don't think they deserve to go much higher just because offensive struggles, but I like them in the, in the top 10. How confident are we that the Bengals make the playoffs? I'm still not there. I'm not there. One more, uh, one more they, win, though. One more win, I though. Thought, I thought they should have lost to the Seahawks. Geno Smith looked really bad at points. Dude. And the Seahawks still, I thought, had every right to win that game. Dude, I took, yeah. uh, I took Cincinnati money line and Houston money line. So, both are. Houston looks good. I like Houston. Dude, Houston does, yeah. Dude, Houston I, and I, the Dolphins are two of my favorite teams to watch right now. Dude, Houston looks like it's awesome. Finally, has the quarterback post to Sean Watson. Not Dude, even really def- fun. Not defense. Like, yeah, the defense is good. I think they're just playing with so much energy. Like they're having so much fun out there. It's weird yeah. to see. Not really finally because it's only been like two years since Watson was there. But like it's just very. It, they they it, they have the guy, at least for now. It was never gonna work with like what was uh, who did they have. Um, uh, I almost said Denzel Mims, Davis Mills. Davis um, Mills, yeah. Yeah, I, I was like, they went at the the year last year, last year's season with him as a starter, and like it, it was just you knew it was that was uh, rebuilding right. year. <laughs> see, see if the guys around them were any good, and just keep them alive, basically. Hundred um, no, percent. Houston's Houston's fun to watch. Agreed. Yeah, Deshaun though, even like thinking back though, he had probably prime DeAndre Hopkins and prime J.J. Watt. Like, he had two of the yeah. best players in the NFL to help him out. C.J. Stroud's got not much to help him out. Yeah. And he looks this good. So. That, that one. Collins, Dalton Schultz, um, Tank Dell. Yeah. Yeah. Deshaun, they, Deshaun did have that one year in 2020 where they were pretty bad. I remember, didn't he, like, lead the league? He led the league in passing, and they were, like, 4-12. and 12. <laughs> Right, I think it was like JJ's last year there. He was he was done sense. at that yeah. point. It was it wasn't like I don't even know if I, oh Hopkins was uh, that last year Hopkins was gone. Right, he was in Arizona already. Uh, but yeah, yeah, they they were they were bad the one year, <laughs> like the last year that they yeah. were with him. Yeah, they've been bad for a while, but like good to see them back, kind of. Yeah, so we're good with the uh, the AFC top ten. Give or take a couple yeah. of spots. Go with it. Yeah. All right, let's go to the NFC. So the 49ers and Eagles both lost um, pretty pretty big upsets to the Browns and to the Jets. The Lions looked, you know, very good. Um, I, I, I put them above the Seahawks and the Cowboys. I think that's pretty fair. I know the Seahawks beat the Lions, but, 
you know we could we could go back and forth with that all day uh i think the lions are creeping up into that next tier where you know i kind of thought preseason that it was like all right it's 49ers eagles and you know you they're going to be fighting for three spots three and four you know the conference semis but i think the lions are right there where it's like you know depending on home field advantage and injuries like they could honestly sneak into the to the conference uh nfc conference final so um i like them at three personally would you guys put them any higher uh would you move the cowboys up or do you like you know the top five I like the top five. Yeah, just like that. No one, no one's going above those two teams at the top. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Seahawks drive me crazy because, like I said, they're Kenneth Walker is so good. Mm-hmm. I, every week, I'm impressed with him. Their receivers, they have like four good receivers. Um, Geno Smith has got to be better, dude. Mm. They should, they should be putting up way more points with that offense. Um, he seems to be missing guys throwing late. He's looking back like uh, Jets, you know, Smith a little bit. Yeah. And it's it's upsetting to see because that team's fun. They're young, dude. They're young cornerbacks. Like, Devin Witherspoon looks amazing. Yeah. Jamal Adams is starting to look like he was worth the trade again. <laughs> I, I want to cheer for the Seahawks today. I feel like they're a really fun team, especially, like, because their hopes, like, a lot of people had no faith in them when Russell Wilson left. So, they're a fun team, but need him to play better. Yeah, I'd like to see Jackson Smith and Jigba get some more touches offensively. I feel like he's just kind of an afterthought on that offense, which is the last thing I would have expected for him entering the league. And there's clips every week of him wide open, putting his arms up in the air, and Geo Smith's just not throwing it. And there's clips Um, every week of DK Metcalf just, like, blindsiding a corner. (laughs) Dude, I think think the frustration— I don't know what the deal is with that. They're starting to get frustrated because DK Metcalf, you know he's a talker. Um, and he's getting in these DB's heads, but then he's not getting the ball enough. So mm. then he's getting frustrated. Yeah, I don't know. It was a very Jimmy's big sign. It was a very big sign and like that heading into the year, DK wasn't even on the NFL top 100. <laughs> like he was like the first, he was like one of the first snubs. I'm like, that is, yeah. that's a pretty, I'm not going to say he fell off because he's still young uh, and he still has, I mean, those traits are there. He's just, uh, Gino's not, you know, great. Gino's not Russell. Um, but I think, you know, that's sort of a big drop off from two years ago. And they were talking in 2020, 2021, you're talking DK Metcalf is what? Top five, maybe? Cracking top five? Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to remember. I'm trying to remember that year. I mean, 2020, I know, was like, obviously, the highlight was him chasing down Buda Baker. Yeah. Um, but like that, you know, those first couple of years, at least with Russell, like you're, you're talking Metcalf is at least a top 10 receiver. And now he's not even yeah. on, he's not even entering top the year at top 100 players. So yeah, yeah it's just a fault. The, the thing about I, the Seahawks at five though, I, Bucks, I would say at six Bucks, I think had like, if they're going to have, they were due up, Baker was due up to like have a bad game. Like mm-hmm. he's not perfect. So I think like the Bucks might actually run the table here and there like going forward so i think really? maybe i think maybe you're gonna see bucks at some point kind of crack that top five above probably i'd like to know. see it because like bucks have like bucks have falcons this week that's it. falcons bills texans i feel like they could maybe beat the texans i feel like they're good enough to do that and i don't think i like i know like we were just talking about the we're texans being boys. better what's that 
I thought we were the Stroud boys. No, I days. know. Yeah, I, I, I like I, but it's still like you know, I, I still think you need to see more out of the Texans for them for them to be considered like a top six team in that conference. But then they got you know Titans, Colts down the road, Panthers, Falcons again, Packers, Saints, Panthers again, like. They, they they probably have, like, six more wins on their schedule, I think. I think they could probably get to that, like, nine and eight and squeak in. But I think maybe it might coincide with a sort of regression from Seattle just because Geno's not playing well, and Baker was before this past game. So Yeah. That was not a great performance by the Bucks against the Lions, and I think that's just kind of a testament to the Lions – you know, kind Agreed. of taking that next step this year to, to being an elite team in the NFC. Bucks still have a good roster, too. Oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, defensively, they they're definitely like it's still strong. a lot of the it's still a lot of the same guys that were with Brady. Um, and everyone says Brady was a system quarterback. He's it's not, but like you know, they have a good system in place with a super with a you know coaching staff that's gotten them to the playoffs. So. Yeah, it's it's not. I don't think I don't think the Bucks are like a far fetched pick right now for like NFC playoffs at all. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Rams might be tough though. Rams have a tough schedule. You got to see like, oh my god, going forward. I mean, like they're. I know, like I, I I was big on the Rams entering the year, and Sean McVay has done a real good coaching job because it's still much of the same team from two years ago, but they're old. Yeah, like they're they're they, it's it's a lot of age on that roster, and then. It's just, they have, I got to look, I think they have the 49ers twice still, if I'm not mistaken, but that's like, you know, maybe the, maybe the Rams are also a team that regresses as well, moving forward, just because, you know, they have Steelers, Cowboys, Packers, Seahawks, each of the next four weeks. So, like, that's not easy. And it's that's not like it's a perfect team. They're only three and three. So. I had them going seven and ten in the beginning of the year, and I got a lot of shit for that, saying way too many wins, like no chance. And like they're Jeez. three and three right now. Like it's it's doable to get to seven and ten. I don't think that's people are a crazy sound, statement. People are sound asleep on the Rams now. People were sound asleep on the Browns, but I think a big reason for that is you know the quarterback, um, yeah. and just how controversial it is, but. The Rams. Nobody talked about the Rams entering the year. Like, no, and yeah. I don't think they had much of a reason to be so quiet about them. Like, it's 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 a good roster, and they have you know obviously Puka is becoming one of the best young receivers, if not like the best, he's the best rookie receiver right now for sure. Um, it's it's a good team. I just I don't know. They have they do have a tough schedule though. Steelers is a tough game. That'll be like that'll be like Mike Tomlin might put McVay in a blunder. That might dude. Be. Those are two teams too that feel like they cannot lose a game. Like that, that for them, they're both circling that as a win, and they both kind of need it. They're two yeah. teams that seem weird playing in the opposite weather. Like it, Steelers playing a warm weather game just seems off, and then the Rams. If the right. Rams were like facing Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh, <laughs> like in November. Right. It's just like it's like when the Dolphins play the Bills in Buffalo. It's just super. It's like out of place. Yeah, the uniforms don't make sense. Yeah, like the orange uniforms in in Western New York, and it's twelve degrees. Like, right. 
No, no, I was going to say 49ers. I feel like CMC went out, Debo went out. We don't really know what's going on with them, but people started saying, like, oh, let's see what Brock Purdy can do without his superstars. And I'm like, he still does have George Kittle, Trent Williams, Brandon Ayuk, and the best defense in the NFL. Like, I, I think if Brock Purdy can't find a way to win these games and still put some points on the board, that's going to be an issue. Um, they're still a loaded roster. And I don't think either injury is expected to be long-term, but I was surprised to see the four. I mean, and, and my tone would be so much different if Jake Moody hits that field goal, but yeah, um, that was a little bit ugly. They still absolutely should have won that game. His entire family was there, too. Oh, really? Mo- I was happy to yeah. see it, dude. Went to Michigan. It, there was, a, there was an Instagram. <laughs> really? I don't know that, actually. There's an, uh, there an Instagram story, I think, where like it was him like next to like down on the field and like everyone in the stands like that first row field level or whatever it's just like his entire family it's like 15 people and then he missed it oh, <laughs> so, fucking uh what's his name could have been K- a hero K- kittle kittle didn't show up i mean I, I, people talk about brock purdy in that game K- kittle had like i had kittle in both my fantasy leagues one reception it, one yard was oh it? my god yeah at least that was what it was for like the majority it was that deep into the game i don't know if he had like a late catch i, I forget but yeah like no McCaffrey it's like step up a little bit jeez one you know a guy like Kittle can't one catch for one yard he can't ever have a game like that it's just not in that offense is the ball being thrown to him I mean even that like you know that's that's in the entire team get him get him involved more too I don't know what his targets are but I don't know what his targets were I'll look but he ended up he ended up with uh oh this never mind yeah, you're right. I don't know. Yeah, one reception, one yard. Great. Yeah, nothing. Nice. <laughs> Only on two two targets. Two so. targets. And I, don't I know, mean, like Kittle does. They use him basically as another offensive lineman most of the game. But so I don't know if that's scheme or if he was running routes and just not going to go open. Yeah. Or even if that is scheme, that's like a weird decision by uh, Shanahan to use him as like. Right. I don't know. It's just. Yeah, I, I mean he'll be back. It'll be fine. That that team, that team is. They just need the Eagles to stay out of their way, and they have the NFC locked up. Because I don't think if we if we saw two weeks ago, I don't think Dallas is up to speed with up to the like the level of play that they're at. I think there's yep, definitely. A, a I think below. there's. Yeah, I think there's def. I mean the Cowboys are like, what did we? What did you have the Cowboys at, Frank? Three, or four? I had them at. I had them at four. Four, yeah. I mean, like that's that's fine for them now, but I think there's a big, there's a there's a there's a pretty sizable gap in talent between those two teams and then the and then the next two teams. I would say. Yeah, I hear you. Um, let's let's take a look at this. I got a little trivia for you guys. So, guess the team based on Madden ratings. We have this is going just offensive skill positions. Why this is how we're gonna do it. So whoever guesses first gets the guess first, and then they. Whoever doesn't guess gets the second guess, and then we'll just alternate from there. And if you both don't get it, we'll go uh, AFC, NFC, and then if you don't, if you both don't get it again, we'll go by division, and then you should be able to get it. But um, dude, this team's so mid. So so the wide receiver one is an eighty-four, wide receiver two is a seventy-seven, wide receiver three is a seventy-five, quarterbacks a seventy-three, and the running back is a seventy-nine. Whoever guesses first gets his first. I'm going. I'm not. I'm not cheating. I'm, I'm going just Colts. Looking at, 
You going with the Colts? Colts. Like Carolina. Oh, sorry. Cut. Was that not supposed um, to go ahead. go ahead. No, you're good. You're good. So one of you guys got it right. Gotta be yeah. me. Yeah, it is not you. Oh. It is Ryan. What? Oh, it's, it's Carolina. I saw seventy-three. I'm like, that's definitely Bryce Young. Dude, I was even lower to be honest. Mid. And I have the uh, the names up here too. So Adam Thielen, I think he started out as a as an eighty overall. He's actually increased to an eighty-four. I think Hayden Hurst went down about a point, and then the other two receivers were kind of the same and then Bryce Young actually went down one and Miles Sanders was a was an 86 in the beginning of the year and he dropped to a 79 so pretty dude, interesting that, dude that's I feel like that's I feel like that's high for Thielen and low for Miles Sanders yeah no I like, feel, like I said he was 86 in the beginning of the year this is week five rating so he's dropped seven points I, five weeks or yeah, six weeks I feel like he would have entered the year at like 80 and Miles Sanders would be like an 84 but I mm. guess I guess you know Miles Sanders has always been you know in 97 against the Giants but uh dude yeah. I'm shocked we got there with how with how mid this team is getting that on your first guess <laughs> but yeah I got I got one more for you guys ready let's see what you got all right guess the team based on the Madden ratings we're doing offensive skill positions as of week five wide receiver one's an 83 Wide receiver two is an eighty-one. Wide receiver three is in seventy-eight. Quarterbacks in ninety-one. Running backs is seventy-eight, and the tight ends in ninety-four. Who you got? I mean, got him. Don't start looking up, Ryan. I oh, see no, those I'm, eyes. No, no, no. I'm just looking at the. Li- I just have the list of NFL teams to go. I'm off just with. like, is is Travis Kelsey only a ninety-four, and is Mahomes only a ninety-one? Could it be? Could it be the Ravens? But I don't think Mark Andrews has been that good this year. As of week, this is as of week five. Right. Keep that in mind. Am I allowed to give the same guess? Because I also you could give whatever guess you want. I also think the Ravens. I was literally going to say that. So which one of you is going to say it first? Who's using the pick? Kyle said it first. I don't think. I don't think Mark Andrews is a ninety-four. Okay. You lock in Ravens. I'll go with a backup pick. Uh, Who's locking in the Ravens? Are either of you, or are you both saying no on the Ravens? Kyle's locking in the Ravens, isn't it? Kyle, Kyle, you guessed first last time. Ryan, why don't you guess first this time? Uh, How about that? Fine, Ravens. All right, Kyle, what's your guess? Did you have one? God, it's got to be. I can't think uh, who else. It's Yeah, I'll, I'll go Chiefs if he's going Ravens. Yeah, but it's, I think, it's I think the Ravens. Both. It's yeah. the Ravens. Uh, I think the tight end is, is one of the biggest giveaways. High. Well, I I consider him a top three tight Has end he been in the league. That good this year? Oh, okay, better than you're I gonna think. you're gonna show much. one you're gonna show one that has like ninety eight a quarterback, and we're gonna all guess Texans basically. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I only had two. I only had two ready to go. Um, I, I thought Mahomes guys, for I didn't. I thought. I thought Kansas City at first initially, but then that's that was low for Mahomes. Mahomes is probably like what ninety seven. He's probably a ninety nine. Yeah. Honestly, He's I don't know. I have a ninety nine club. They, yeah, I actually, what, I'm, I'm like Kelsey's probably higher too. Hand They're up! I haven't played it. I haven't played it a number of years, so like I forget if the I forget if Madden ratings are generous, and then NBA two K or not, or vice versa. I know one of them is very like strict. Hmm. 
I think NHL uh, might no, be NBA. Strict. NBA is very strict, I think. Yeah, I think NHL I think might be even more. NHL, I think I saw like one NHL game, like the highest rate it was like ninety four, I think. Like <laughs> Yeah. So this strict. is uh they have JK Dobbins at running back. OBJ, believe it or not, it's eighty three. They rate him higher than Zay Flowers. And then the wide receiver three is Nelson Aguilar and uh Rashad Bateman, both seventy eight. That's so. fair. Oh yeah, it, Dobbins. Yeah. It definitely is mad and that's generous because now I remember that like every single year they release like who's a ninety nine and it's ridiculous because ninety nine overall makes it seem as if like it, I, I feel like you're a superhero if you're ninety nine and then they have like ten yeah. guys who are in the ninety nine club. It's like yeah, right. it's they give like Bobby Wagner in ninety nine and Bobby Wagner is fantastic, but it's like yeah. Did he ever like ninety nine they get that seems like it's a superhero value. Like it's just so weird how generous they are. Right. Mm. They have like um don't they have like uh I, I'm pretty sure on the sidelines of games, don't they have like people working as like Madden Madden ratings adjusters? I know during the Pro You're Bowl. Kidding. I, thought so. I know during serious? the dude. I know during the Pro Bowl. I saw it. Like it was like there's people on the sideline who have literal jackets on, like staff jackets, and it says in the back like Madden's Madden ratings adjuster. Like, that's mm. people. That's their job. I don't know if it's like a full time gig, but like it's like people are doing it. No, I agree. That'd be awesome. Uh, we could jump into kind of best bets and, and predictions for this week. Um, I guess I guess uh, either one of you want to start with the, with your favorite upset of the week. Do you have any in mind that you think could realistically happen, and and what's the value for that pick? I'll oh, go my favorite upset, which is kind of funny, goes against some of the power ranking talk. Um, I got Falcons over Bucks. I've been okay. liking the Falcons. I, I like their defense. I feel, I feel like they just play with a lot of energy. I don't know. I'm I'm high on the Falcons right now. And I'm not that high in the Bucks. What is the what's the money line for the Falcons? Is the spread pretty even or it's close. And is I it, think it's like is a three it point in, spread. Is it in, in Tampa? It's in Tampa. Okay. Okay. Because I like but I really do like the Bucks defense, but Desmond Ritter last game, I think he's hit or miss. Last game he did not look good. Um and it's funny watching who's the coach of the Falcons, Arthur Smith. Is that who it is? Yep. Yeah. He's his reactions on the sidelines are so funny. Whenever Desmond Ritter throws a pick, it's almost like when am I going to trade for a quarterback? Um, but again, the offense is is a is built around running the ball, and they have two great running backs, so it could could very well happen. I, I could see it happen. And division games go either way; they're pretty much toss up. So I like the pick. It's a good pick. Um, and you said it was plus plus three and a half. I, th- I think uh, three or two and a half. But it's one of those two where I looked at it, and I, I'll go, it's that close of a spread. Like, I thought it would be, like, a six-point spread. So that makes me think Vegas is trying to bait people, bait yeah. people into taking the bucks. I like it. Ryan, what do you got? Uh, I think, as I said before, I think I'm – I th- Pats might be the move. I, I, yeah. Are you thinking – so I think Pats are plus nine. I think maybe – I think, I think they could – not easily cover, but I think there's definitely a realistic chance they cover. But also, I mm-hmm. can't see Bill losing for a fourth game in a row, right? It would be, yeah. is, are they on three-game losing? I, I just, and Buffalo hasn't looked great the last two weeks. They're going into New England. Um, so, uh, you know, Buffalo only beats Tyrod Taylor by not by five. And then before that, didn't look like the Bills of, that we've seen prior to that week 
when they were in London. So like it's just they yeah. yeah like it's just they haven't been playing well. Um, Josh Allen hasn't been playing well. Belichick obviously has faced this team every single year. Faced Josh Allen what ten times already in his career at this point. Yeah. You know he knows what Josh Allen's going to throw at them, and I, I think there's a realistic chance that Patriots win this game. So I I I, I think I, I I honestly might actually take them to cover. I would take the money yeah, line, no, but you know I don't want to be too risky. But yeah, cover, like covering the, might be. I like the Patriots in this one a lot. Uh, they haven't really given us any reason to root for them, but I think their defense, coupled with how poorly the Bills' offense is playing, I think you could see plus the home field advantage for the Patriots. I think they might have a bounce back game, a much needed bounce back game, and division games in the AFC East can always go either way. So. I like that bet. It was one of the ones I was looking at, too. I like the spread a lot at nine. I saw eight and a half, but apparently it's nine now, like you said. So that's very enticing for me. I like the Cardinals at the Seahawks. They lost last week against the Rams. I think they've played to the level of the competition for the majority of games. They stuck with the the 49ers in the first half of that game and kind of lost as the game went on. But um, I think Seattle had a lot of opportunities against the Bengals last week. They failed to convert, and... I think I, I personally I would take the Cardinals plus seven and a half. I don't know if I would take a money line. I, I think I'm more leaning towards the the Patriots money line over the Cardinals money line, but I like the Cardinals spread a lot at seven and a half. Um, I could see I could see that going in the Cardinals favor favor um, in week seven. So that's mine for the week. Um, you guys have anything else you want to throw in here? I know we're kind of spitballing here at the end. Dude, you brought up, like, go oh. ahead. Now, all yeah. I was going to say is you brought up Arthur Smith before, and I swear, every time I hear Arthur Smith's name, I can't get I can't get out of my head the fact that, like, two years ago, I was watching a uh, Falcons-Jets game, I believe, and the announcer had so nonchalantly brought up this. So did you know Arthur Smith's father uh, founded FedEx? Did, did you guys know that? Yeah. No, I didn't know that. His father's worth, like, billions of dollars. So the announcer brings that up nonchalantly, and I'm like doing a triple. T- I'm like, "What do you mean he owns Fed? Like he FedEx? Yeah. Like I'm like, what, what? What? Like that's what you like? It was so nonchalant and just so relaxed how we like slipped it in. I don't know who the announcer was, but he slipped it into the conversation. It was just like the craziest fact. Like I've one of the crazier facts I've heard in recent memory about like a head coach that his father that's founded. Crazy. The family's worth like billions of dollars, and apparently Arthur Smith's sister is like a Hollywood actress too. Like. It's fucking like he might make the least amount of money out of his family. What a slew of talent, too. All such different talents, but... I know, literally. Like three different, very different packaging, acting, coaching. Like, it's just, like, ridiculous. (laughs) But I don't know. He said that so nonchalantly, I had to rewind it to make sure I heard it right. I was just like, that's... I had no idea. His father founded literally FedEx. Like one of the the company that everybody uses at some point, like yeah, just ridiculous. But dang, go. What were your um? You had two picks. You said two other bets. I like Lions Ravens. Got a comment on it because it's to me the most fun game of the week. Taking the under on it. I haven't seen much okay. out of the Ravens offense. Seen a lot out of the Lions offense, but I think those are two of the better defenses in the league. And I think both game plans like are going to be great. They're going to kind of bring it all this time on defense. So I don't see a lot of points, but I still see that being such a fun game. Really low scoring fun game. I agree with the lions Ravens game being an under thought. I don't know about the lions being one of the best 
defenses in the league. It's something I haven't really thought about. You, you really do think they're one of the best defenses in the league? I, I probably would have put them outside the top ten if I had Dude, to every time I watch make a them, list. I, I don't know what it is, but it feels like the off, like whenever they're on the field, the offense is on their heels. It's kind of what I was saying like about the Chargers-Cowboys when I was watching that game. I never felt like the Cowboys were driving confidently. I never felt like the defense was on their heels. Every time I watch the Lions, I feel like they're the ones like keeping the QB confused, like getting pressure. I don't know. They, they don't they're, – they're a hard team to really get into a rhythm against, whatever it is. Yeah. So I, I like their defense, yeah. And I haven't seen too much out of out of the Ravens' offense yet. That makes me think otherwise. Dude, can like – what a signing uh, Odell Beckham was. I mean, like nine catches in four games. Right, how much they He's gave him like time too, yeah. They gave him money too. Like they gave right. him like what what was like eighteen mil? Yeah, like it was a good amount of money for one year for a thirty year old wide receiver coming on who didn't play at all last year. Like he's they gotta find out they gotta find ways to get him more involved too. Because he only has like fifteen targets in four games. Like yeah. get him in and space. The other receivers a little bit. are dropping balls. Yeah, and the get other him. receivers. Zay Flowers is looking solid, but what's yeah. like? They what's the need him? What are the receiving? I'm gonna look up the receiving stats on that team now because I can't imagine. I mean, I'm I'm not watching every minute of Baltimore football, but like I can't imagine that like, uh, what's his name? So Agle, no Zay Flowers, yeah, yeah Zay Flowers has been all right. I mean Nelson Aguilar is also whatever. He's Nelson Aguilar has always been like he was he was he was. Pretty much a bust of Philly. Like, I feel like he's always been an after afterthought wherever he's gone. But yeah, that team needs more. I saw Zero a meme today. It was like 113 yards. Dang. I yeah, saw Beckham's a meme. Doing bad. Yeah, based on how much he's making for a one-year contract, for sure, he's he's not living up to it for the Ravens fans. Um, I saw a meme today. It was like a the Patriots let Jacoby Myers go. And he signed a three-year, $33 million deal with the Raiders just so the Patriots could sign Juju Smith-Schuster for three years, $33 million. <laughs> And I'm like, there goes Bill again. Like, I'm convinced. Some of the didn't... most questionable decisions, you know, I... hindsight 2020. I don't know what the thought process is there. Convinced they, did him, they didn't bring him back because of the loss to the Raiders last oh, year. Really? When he, when he th- I'm, conv- I'm convinced that was the reason. When Bro, they didn't even, like, yeah. he was clearly the top receiver on the market, which goes to show that the market wasn't that great. Yeah. But, yeah. like, yeah, I, I guess Odell kind of was, but I, I, a number of teams really weren't in on him just because of the injury. But, you know, he, he they didn't even, I would have brought him back if I was Bill, mm-hmm. totally. I mean, if you have a young quarterback who is can succumb to just major struggles, which has been the case, like, get him a weapon or something, like, he was, and he only cost. He signed for what, like eleven million a year. He's getting paid less than Odell, that's for sure. Yeah, like on the on an annual basis. Um, yeah, I'm I'm literally convinced that's the reason why he didn't bring him back. Like Bill held a grudge. I could see it. Uh, yeah, Bill's like that. He is like that. Yeah, Bill holds a grudge for the Jets. That's why he tri- That's why he swapped picks with the Steelers so they could take Roger yeah. Jones. Like, I don't know if that's I a, gr- I don't know, I don't know yeah. if it was a grudge, but it's just like, it's, it's just so Bill. I was like, he, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> I still can't believe we lost to the Patriots, man. I can't believe we put up 10 points at home against the Patriots. That's the one game 
it's not the one game I wanted all year. The one game I wanted all year was Week 18 against the Patriots at Gillette Stadium. That's the game I want more than anything in the world just because we always lose to the Patriots. I'd love to just go smack them around at their home field, just like kind of the Bears did last year. I'd love nothing more than just drop a 40-piece right on his fucking head and have him leave just like just have him leave the next day like he did with the Jets when he walked in the facilities on day one. Oh, like, yeah. We still hold that over his head, too, like. Do you think that was the biggest, this past Sunday, was the biggest win for the Jets since that one against the Patriots like eight years ago? Probably yeah, the I biggest do. regular I... season, which sucks because like that's how bad it's been. But like yeah. it's, I, I, yeah, I think so too. I mean, they're really, you go through the years, like what, what team had a big win when they were like a legitimate contender, right? Like the Mike White game mm. was great, but yeah. you know, it, oh, it's. Yeah. You know that that was a great. That was probably the best win they had since the Pats at the time. But you know that, that they weren't a contender that year. Yeah, Bills great was game. No, la- the Bills win was great last year too. But then you know they lost like six straight after. So like, who cares? <laughs> it's like yeah. that was probably the best. It was definitely it was definitely Salah's best win since he's been there. Huh? It oh, was definitely absolutely. it was definitely he did it in without Sauce. Oh my God! Like without those two, without DJ Reed either. Yeah. Like and Brandon Eccles. So like. CB one, two, yeah. and three, all yeah. not there. So you're trying to figure out if you're putting Carter out to the, um, if you're keeping Carter in the slot or put him yeah. out. You're, you know, put him outside. You have who's the Ashton Cra- Davis? Well, uh, the oh no, Craig James, right? You know, he was on the practice squad, like, twenty minutes before kickoff. <laughs> like it seems like, yeah, I don't even. It's know, just, honestly. yeah, it, he was. It was. You get that deep in the team, I don't know. Solo's best win Run's since he's over. been there. Like they had, oh, they yeah. had Hands no down. business. They had zero business winning that game, yeah. entering it. Like not a it's, chance. It's weird because you could say the Bills game was too, but like we were actually expected. It was expected to be a close game. I think it was like one and a half was the spread, and we were expected to lose or something like that against the Bills on Monday Night Football. But like the fact that we never beat the Eagles in franchise history, and the fact that nobody thought we had even remotely close to a chance to compete in this game. I think it's the best win in in recent memory for us. Um, I, I actually obviously was... withstanding adversity in the Bills game. That's a whole different kind of category. That's like the biggest. That's yeah. like the biggest you know challenge thrown at you mid game. I'll give that you know that award, but this one nobody expected us to win. So I, I and you see him celebrating like with Quincy Williams. I don't know if you guys saw this. I doubt it, but like Quincy Williams made a big hit. Um, I think it was on DeAndre Swift, or it was a throw out to the flat. And Quincy Williams, who's been playing like one of the best players on our defense, like does his little celebration where he like throws his fist up like that. And you could actually see him and Robert Sala doing it in sync just because Sala's like so jacked up on the sidelines. Um, it's funny. They were showing on like Boomer today. I was, I was cracking up. But, yeah, it was definitely one of the biggest wins we've had in recent memory. The Bills win was just... great too, but like it, all you could think about after was Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, like mm. that's. I feel like that's all people are thinking about now is the clip of Rogers, the yeah. clip of him throwing, and and there's a chance he comes back, and I think that's keeping the Jets alive. I think, I think that's part that, of the reason why he's doing it is because he knows it keeps the momentum in the locker room, and he knows that it keeps just like this, this glimmer of hope. Like, dude, I really think that I might be way off, but I really think that's like giving them more energy and more life. 
Ryan doesn't like these storylines because it's no, like no, I just media it, blowing smoke up asses. It's like, just, he doesn't like it. it I, I feel like Aaron <laughs> Rodgers is approaching this Achilles injury like he approached the vaccine. Like he's just seeing, like you know, I'm gonna do my own research and I'm coming back week twelve. It's like, bro, you <laughs> tore your Achilles. Like I don't. I feel like we're going to get to week 12 and we're still going to be like, Oh, I wonder if he comes back and then it's going to be week 14 and then six. And he's not just not going to be there. Yeah. Like I, I only one, how long did it take cam Akers to come back? Like eight months, six months. Yeah. It took a while. It, like, and that was the quickest, right? I mean, yeah. he was back or no, it was about five months. I think it was in training camp and then he was back for like the divisional round. But like, that's mm. like Aaron is 40 years old. It's just I don't know right. if it's I, I don't know if it's realistic and I I think I feel like he, he he'll say it and like maybe he's given like just Pat McAfee the headlines and all that but I don't know yeah I think it's just it's so it's I don't I I, I, I him saying he's coming back this season I just he might be yeah. ahead of himself next season though, well he's, he I, keeps, I think he'll be he there, keeps saying he won't put a timetable on it but you know they he's, never he's do. going through these he's going through these you know, week by week type of situation. And he said, you know, it was taking the cast off. Then it was walking. Then it's throwing the ball around. And then it's like doing a pregame, you know, full speed. And then, you know, whatever the case is. So if there's any chance he comes back, you're looking at divisional round or a week 18. Like even that would be considered a miracle by many people. Dude, I have a friend that old guy. He'll be forty at the time he comes back. So like, it would be a miracle. I have a friend who works at a. I have a friend who works at a hospital, and he sent me a picture of uh, what a uh, speed bridge looks like. So that it's that's like that's apparently what Aaron is using to like heal his Achilles. Yeah, it's 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 like this new like invention. I don't know. It's called the speed bridge, and it's supposed to just completely accelerate the process. But I, I don't know. It's mm. I don't know shit about that. I like and, it, and uh, I have I have no idea. No, we'll take that for granted. I'm sure it will. I'm sure it'll bring him back in no time. <laughs> Black Friday, uh, <laughs> Black Friday against Miami. Oh my god, I would he's love there, that, dude. <laughs> I would love that. Aaron comes out with the American flag again. Like, <laughs> nah, like he won't do it. We're running time. it back again. We're doing this over. Nah, they won't even. They won't even like. They won't do as big of a thing as they did, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> that was such a big hype, like for the for so the Jets, dude. Moment. They had the spotlight. They on put him. so much into it. They put they had, so much into that. Dude, they had the spotlight on him, like it was a stand-up comedian, like and like a huge theater, <laughs> like holy shit! I was like, Geez. I could not stand the highlights afterwards, where it's like Aaron Rodgers' career with the Jets, and then it's just him running with the flag out, and I was like, that's it. That's the end. All and it's, I, and it's, all I, I'm a boss. Song. Oh God! All I needed to hear was uh, Joe Buck saying, um, "And he's coming out of the game," and I'm like, "There it is!" Like, yep. Oh God, yeah, unbelievable. But All I would—I right. uh, think at least next year it'll be fun to watch it. Though, that's oh for yeah, sure. next year being early 2024. Um, <laughs> all right, we can uh, we could we could stop it there. You guys have anything else you want to throw in here? One last plug. Go ahead. Uh, this is one. This is one of the best college football slates we're getting all season, dude. Yeah, Enjoy Penn State, Saturday. Ohio State. Yeah, dude, that's Penn crazy. State, what Ohio else State? you got going on? Game game wise or me personally? <laughs> no, game wise. <laughs> what else? What else? No, dude, it's, it's loaded. We got a uh, Tennessee versus Alabama, Florida State okay. versus Duke, Michigan, Michigan State, 
Um, mm. Oh, there's a bunch of good ones. Utah, USC, maybe a big Pac-12 game. It's loaded this week, dude. I like it. It's gonna be I a like fun it. Saturday. Dude, I stayed up till two. I was up until two a.m. on Saturday, just like chilling in bed, and like fucking the uh, Colorado State. Where are you going uh, with this? Colorado State. Uh, or no, what was it? Yeah, Colorado State was down 30 to 10 with four minutes to go and then won, <laughs> like, in regulation. I don't That's know if it was... Wild. It was one of... Um, it ended up being one of Scott Van Pelt's uh, fucking bad beats. Bad beats. Yeah, it was yeah. It was 30 to 10, and then they won on a... So they tied the game with a Hail Mary pass to the end zone as time expired. Uh, they get a fucking uh, unsportsmanlike conduct, so it, it, it puts the game-winning extra point back to, like, a field goal. To top yeah. it off, the kicker is 31 years old. Um, not from, like, I think they... Never see, understand it. I think maybe they said he's from Germany. I don't know. Like, but... Which is so crazy. Like, you think, like, the big-time programs, you know, sometimes they have, like, someone who specialized kicking, only kicking, like, bring him in. But, like, Colorado State's Colorado State. Like, you can't just recruit, like, you know, a high school... I don't yeah. Know. But to top it off, this 31-year-old college football kicker game it was like two o'clock in the morning it's it's the it's, it's mount the mountain west conference is the best conference in college football for that. dude that that in the pack conference 11 air force has air force has a path to the playoffs they're gonna win the mountain <laughs> west on un, undefeated they have a path to the playoffs dude you're following too much of like college is that twitter account that does that it's like college football reddit or whatever uh and they just yeah. like it's like the paths to the playoffs that's my wall street bets dude Dude, Hawaii Hawaii <laughs> kicks off at like eleven thirty Eastern. It's great. <laughs> like, get like. Oh, you love that, dude. Chase chase the losses with like some Mountain West football. It's amazing. Um, Keep your eyes on the Air Force, dude. Uh, speaking of Ohio State, they have that's a big weekend coming up because you have Ohio State, Michigan, and then LeBron's return to uh, <laughs> Cleveland like the next day or that night. So. Oh, you mean but, uh, Ohio State, Penn State? This week. No, no, I'm saying in like a few weeks, Ohio State, Michigan oh, is on the oh, same day as, yeah. is on the same day or same weekend as LeBron's return to Cleveland. Like that's a that's a big big yeah. few day stretch for yeah. Ohio. All we need that is Johnny LeBron. Manziel to come sit courtside, and we got the Oof. entire trifecta. That'll be oh god, <laughs> unbelievable! Be All returns to Cleveland. Um, yeah, I think I, I, Ohio State's money line. I, I think that's the move. I hope so. Seven what is straight. what is the line? Is it is it is it I pretty decent? I saw the points, three and four a half, points. four, right around there. I feel like it'll end really a one score game. It's only what three were and a half expecting? four. Dude, Penn State's good this year. I know they, they are. Yeah, high. but they, I, they have the highest win margin, right, of any team in college football. They haven't had a close game yet. Well, yeah, they 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 they, really they, anyone, they played Delaware Iowa. and they played UMass. I was I was with like Penn State people for the Penn State Delaware game and it was like 63 to nothing. It's like, yeah, they Damn, the hens yeah. the hens never stood a chance. No, I thought Penn State but would be like, like plus 9 and a half. Oh, really? Yeah, I th- I don't know. Have, I, I think I, they have three first rounders on that team right now. So, it just it, Ohio State's won what? The last 6, 7. I they think last, Penn State the last one in 2016, I think. Oh, yeah, the the oh, team yeah. with Saquon. That probably should that they that yeah. could have been a playoff team like realistically yeah. yeah dude james it's james franklin like no matter how good the roster is i'm like they still have james franklin i don't think he has what it takes 
James it Franklin. seems like they lose to Michigan and Ohio State every year. Dude, the James Franklin was rumored to like leave for USC last year or two years ago, and then he got like a hundred million dollar contract or whatever. I don't know. If it was a hundred million? I don't think I, just, it was. It was like a seven year extension or something. Like that's so, how the negotiations go, dude. Yeah, really, literally. Like all of a sudden, something gets leaked to the press. Yeah. Like has his agent text somebody like, "Oh, he might go to USC." Mm. Like, yeah. But, McVay wants to go oh, yeah, in the Penn booth. State. Aaron Donald's going to retire. I've seen it too many times. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Aaron, <laughs> they just get fat checks. Aaron Donald was going to retire, and then they won four games, and then we never heard of it again. Like he was just back this yeah. year. Like, oh, I'm back. Like it's just it, it was that he had his like resignation or retirement letter handed in yeah. to the league, and they yeah. like they told him no or whatever. Like the Rams were like, nah. Shred it. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. Genius. All right, we can uh, we can call it there. That'll wrap it up for episode eleven. Again, this is the Backseat Athlete podcast. We're doing a little name change, so it'll take a few uh, episodes to get used to. But uh, we will see you guys all next week. Peace. Peace. Later, man. <laughs>